This is the Partnership Podcast, where we bring you all things business from the Vale Valley, including business news, current issues, advocacy alerts, community conversations, and more. Presented by Vale Valley Partnership. Hi, this is Chris Romer, President and CEO of Vale Valley Partnership. I am joined this morning by Mark Hobbitzel with the Northwest Colorado Workforce Area. Um, you see on the screen here, for those viewing, the Colorado Workforce Center and Colorado Department of Labor and Employment. And we really appreciate Mark taking the, the time with us this morning. Um, there is a lot going on with regards to our economy and with regards to some of the economic indicators and workforce. And the Colorado Workforce Center and the Northwest Colorado Workforce Area are a great partner for us here at Vail Valley Partnership and a great resource for businesses and individuals throughout the region. So we really appreciate Mark taking the time. I think people are going to find this podcast very interesting and, and a lot of data to help um, understand what's happening in our labor market right now. So with that, I'm going to hand it over to Mark and he's gonna run through some of the different data sets and things that we're tracking. Mark, with that, the floor is yours, my friend. Yeah, thank you, Chris. So again, my name is Mark Hoblitzel. I'm the business services coordinator um, serving Eagle Lake and Summit County for the Colorado Workforce Center. Um, and in my spare time or other duties as assigned, I serve as the labor market data expert for our workforce territory. Um, so mainly we're here um, to connect job seekers with employment and to connect businesses with talent and, and provide as much additional support as necessary. We've had a ton of information um, and a lot of data that comes out every week over the course of the pandemic. And we've been collecting this information and working with the Vail Valley Partnership and Eagle County and our business partners across the region to help, um, help folks make the best decisions possible with, uh, with the data that we have on hand as we navigate a really challenging time for businesses and job seekers. Um, so I'll start off. Uh, these are the employment rates as we've looked through the spring and into summer across the five county area of, of the rural resort sub area, which is Eagle, Garfield, Lake, Pitkin, and Summit counties, uh, or the areas of green on the, the, the map in the top right corner of the slide. Um, and this is, it should be necessarily no surprise. It's the unemployment rates as we've gone from February now through August and Eagle County peaked at just over 20% unemployment in April, which was kind of when we were in the thick of the, the worst of the pandemic and the public health related shutdowns. Um, we've currently reabsorbed back into the labor market and are at an unemployment rate of about 7.8%. And so as things have opened up over the summer, as travel has returned, um, and demand for work has returned, uh, we've seen a lot of our residents in Eagle County return back to the labor market. This is a slide, there's, there's kind of two graphs here, and this looks at the unemployment claims in Eagle County specifically. The red line is initial unemployment claims, while the blue line is continued unemployment claims. And so this is regular unemployment. Um, unemployment in Colorado covers um, what's typically considered W-2 workers or payroll and wage workers. Um, and these are workers whose businesses pay unemployment insurance premiums on their behalf. Initial claims are the first time, so that would be a new claim or a new claimant. And then the continued claim numbers are the, the kind of 
all the people in a given week that are, are requesting an unemployment benefit. And so you can see the initial surge in claims in April and then going into May and early June when we peaked out on continuing claims. And then much like the unemployment rates in the prior chart, continuing claims have dropped as people are returning back to work. We're still slightly elevated. So the most recent week of data that we have for Eagle County was the week ending September 12th. And we had about 1,700 continuing unemployment claims in Eagle County. That is about eight times higher than our average for 2019, which was 206 continuing claims per week. For new initial claims, we had about 50 claims. And you can see the 2019 average per week for initial claims was around 32. Um, 50 claims is, is in the ballpark for what our 2019 average is, especially as we head into spring or in the, into the fall shoulder season and, and sort of the, the shifts in our, in our seasonal tourism economy start to play out um, through the fall. This is just a chart of our, of our peer counties in the rural resort sub area and their initial unemployment claims as, as a progression of the pandemic through spring and summer happened. You can see Eagle County was one of the most significantly impacted in our area in terms of the total volume of claims numbers. Um, although Summit and Pitkin County as a percentage uh, were, were significantly impacted as well and, were, and had some of the highest unemployment rates in the state in early spring. What was new as part of the CARES Act was the pandemic unemployment assistance. And this was the expansion of unemployment to 1099 workers, sole proprietors, independent contractors, or gig workers. And so this chart kind of shows the progression of pandemic unemployment assistant claims over the course of the summer. Um, because it was new, there was a large rush in end of April, beginning of May, when, when people could file initial claims. We don't have that curve. Um, because this was a brand new program. Also, a lot of workers in Eagle County and resort communities um, were not necessarily eligible for pandemic unemployment assistance right off the bat. If anyone knows, you know, particularly in Eagle County, if someone had a part-time job at the ski area um, to get a season pass or, or a similar product, um, we, and due to the federal legislation, anyone who is remotely eligible or had any benefits eligible under traditional unemployment had to exhaust those programs before um, going into other extended unemployment benefits. This will look largely across the state and this is the, the kind of continuing claims that we talked about. So those are the number of ongoing claims requested each week as a percentage of each county's workforce. And so currently about 5% of Eagle County's total employment is still requesting a continuing unemployment claim. And this is, this is the week ending September 5th, and that was about 1,900 continuing claims. This chart's a little bit more confusing, um, and it's important because we've been tracking, there's still a high demand for workers in Eagle County. And just because we have a high unemployment rate, it's not necessarily meaning that workers are easy to find. And so the dark blue bar on the left are job postings for 2020. The green bar on the right is 2019, so prior year job postings. And then the dark um, red line and shaded area is the current number, total number of unemployed people um, in Eagle County. And then the lighter red area is the total number of unemployed people in 2019. 
And so this is just kind of a way to visualize the demand for talent, the demand for labor in Eagle County. We can see that the number of available jobs is still significantly below where we were a year ago, um, but the number of unemployed people are declining. And so one of the things to think about on this chart, we have just under 3,000 unemployed people currently in Eagle County and about 1,500 to 1,700 job postings at a given time. And that, that equates out to about one to two or just under two job candidates per available job. And I know there's a lot of businesses we speak to that are still struggling to find talent. And I know most recruiters would like to have more than two candidates available when trying to find talent. Um, and then thinking of the potential skills gap of the unemployed people in Eagle County, if someone was laid off from maybe working front desk at a hotel or maybe a server position, um, there may not necessarily be an alignment of skills for an available position. This summer, we were really struggling to find landscapers um, or in a healthcare field where advanced credentialing may be needed. And so it is still really hard to, it was very hard to find employees before the pandemic and it's still really challenging to find employees right now. And that um, also brings into play another of other issues from the pandemic with folks that may have left the community um, people that may have decided to retire early or folks that have dropped out of the workforce um, either permanently or temporarily to manage childcare related issues. This slide is, a, is an illustration. This is the total labor force in Eagle County dating back to 2015. The dark blue line at the bottom is 2015 and it works um, really easily. So moving up the progressively lighter shades of blue are the, the years going up to 2020, which is in the red. Um, and nationally, we've seen stories about women in particular dropping out of the labor force to adjust childcare issues, as well as older Americans choosing early retirement. Um, and this is reflected in, this is the total number of people in Eagle County that are unemployed as well as employed. Um, so this is our labor force and currently, um, August is, is pretty similar to where we were in August 2017, which is about 3,000 fewer people in the labor force. Um, and this may shift. Uh, these numbers are, are frequently, frequently revised, but um, it's, we anticipate a smaller labor force than that we had as people um, sort of drop out of looking for work. Um, and this, this is important to consider when we think about those collecting unemployment. In order to be collecting unemployment, you have to be actively searching for work and demonstrating that to um, the Division of Unemployment Insurance each week when you request benefits. And so there are folks that are no longer receiving benefits that have dropped out of the labor force locally um, for a variety of reasons. And, and that as well, there's just fewer people available for businesses that are hiring. So we largely, we had a talent shortage before the pandemic, and it looks like um, a number of issues continue to make it challenging for businesses to hire right now. This chart just looks at the industry um, where, where we've been most impacted. So the initial unemployment claims by worker industry, and this is, this is claiming in their data. So when someone requests an unemployment, um, files their unemployment insurance claim, they'll indicate the, the rough industry of where they've been laid off. Um, and as we know in Eagle County, we are, Leisure and hospitality and tourism are our biggest industries, but also due to the nature of the pandemic and gathering in public, they were the most impacted by, by, the, by coronavirus. And so that's where we saw the most um, 
the highest number of layoffs in our communities. This chart is basically showing the same thing. This is the weekly level of claims. And then to try to get a little bit more granularity, we removed leisure and hospitality from the initial claims data on this following chart. And we can see some of the other industries that were most impacted, um, information technology, uh, education, and financial activities were sort of the, the higher levels in Eagle County. And then this, this is a, a chart that was released, but um, right now projections are not necessarily worth the paper that they're written on. Um, but we do have some short-term industry level projections that are through 2022 that were released last week by the Department of Labor and Employment. Um, and, and kind of reflecting the impact of the pandemic, um, accommodation and food service, arts, entertainment, and recreation are the industries statewide that will see the biggest um, kind of um, losses uh, in, the, in the short term as, as it relates to the pandemic. This is the same thing, um, but occupational projections. And so an industry is, is kind of the, the larger level and can, you know, mining or hospitality and tourism or, and arts, entertainment, and recreation, but occupations um, are the specific job categories and so an industry like leisure and hospitality could have a number of different occupational classes with inside it. So um, there could be accounting, there could be management, administrative support positions, maintenance related positions, all that roll into the leisure and hospitality or accommodation and food service industries. And then the occupation side is the specific jobs. And, and as we've seen, due to the, the nature of the pandemic and, and its impact on business, anything that deals with gatherings of gathering of people and sort of that level of interaction is, is expected to see the biggest declines in the, in the immediate short term. This is uh, looking at who is registered with the workforce center. So are available, are available job seekers in the workforce system and in our five county area in the rural resort community. Um, and so I think this is important. We have a highly skilled set of uh, job seekers right now. You can see the, the biggest bar on the, the right side of the, the first bar graph is those holding a bachelor's degree. Um, Eagle County traditionally has one of the highest education rates in the nation. Um, and so it makes sense that, you know, we'll have a, a fairly highly educated population that's seeing significant impacts. Um, the gender ratio and then the median age. And so a slightly older median age of those that were impacted at, at 38 in our community. And this, this final chart right here is the number of, of kind of where our registrants are indicating they would like to work um, on their next job. And so we see much like what brings, much like our large, uh, the footprint of leisure and hospitality in our economy, that's where our job seekers um, still are, are showing a desire to work with, with serving related positions, bartenders, retail sales, um, food service, and retail sales leading up kind of the, the bulk of where our job seekers would like to work. And finally, you know, one of the things that's really important for us, uh, consumer spending with a, with a leisure and tourism driven economy, um, consumer spending is a, a good way to track um, or an important way to track where our demand and sort of um, 
the workforce will be soon to follow and a need for workers definitely tracks with consumer spending in our local areas. And so this is sort of consumer spending over time um, through the early part of the spring and then the immediate decline as the pandemic sort of um, kicked up and the public health orders came into place to, to address the, the public health crisis. Um, and then the relative flow of summer um, with some of the, the peaks of when we had uh, sort of resurgences of cases in the valley. And that is the end of our data presentation. Yeah, Mark, there is a lot to unpack here. Um, and what great information that, that you were able to provide on our workforce and the impacts of the coronavirus and what we expect to see as we go forward. Um, if people have or want to really deep dive some of this data, um, we have a variety of information that we share at the partnership when, when Mark and the Northwest Colorado Workforce Area share out some of their reports. We do our best to share some of that in our email newsletter and on Vail Valley Means Business in our data center. Um, but Mark, if people want to find or deep dive some of this data, um, what's the best resource for them to learn more? So we are always available. Um, we, as, a, as the State Department of Labor, have some subscriptions to labor market data um, sort of clearing houses that pull together the sources from the, the federal government, the state government, um, publicly available Colorado LMI Gateway. So if someone just searches on the web, CO LMI Gateway, almost all of this data was pulled from there. Um, and then the consumer spending is, is a site that tracks um, kind of a number of economic indicators nationally. Um, and that is at tracktherecovery.org. Um, or honestly, just reaching out to us. Um, you know, one of the things that I do with, with labor market data generally is I work with businesses um, that may be trying to understand what's a good wage rate for our employees and, and seeing sort of what hourly pay scales are around the community and within the region. Um, maybe what's the available talent for, for this position if I'm struggling how many job seekers are actually in the region that have a skill set that aligns um, with what we're looking for. Um, and then, you know, those are kind of the main pieces. So reach out to us, Colorado Labor Market Information or CO LMI Gateway and Track the Recovery are kind of the, the anchor data sources for this presentation. It's really great information, Mark. And, and for those who may not be familiar, the, the Colorado Workforce Center Mark and his entire team across the region and across the state are such a great partner for us. We really appreciate them and such a great partner for our business community to really understand what is happening in our local labor, um, labor shed and in our local community. So Mark, thank you so much for taking the time to share with us this morning. We really appreciate it and um, appreciate all the work you do on behalf of our business community and our, our individuals as well. Yeah, we're here um, to support businesses and job seekers. We want to connect our residents to meaningful work. Um, for those, for businesses that are looking to hire new people, um, we can provide resources as it relates to um, some on-the-job training, apprenticeships for job seekers. We're doing daily job seeker workshops right now 
um, to sort of help reposition folks for either a change in career or maybe moving forward. If someone's unemployed and interested in maybe in learning new or switching career paths, there's um, federal funding available through the workforce the WIOA Workforce Innovation and the Opportunity Act, um, where we can talk about maybe you're interested in going into healthcare or getting that CDL and how can the Workforce Center help sort of um, alleviate some of those costs of the retraining. So reach out to us, the Edwards Workforce Center, it's, it's really easy. It's just edwards at state.co.us for email. Um, and we're at appointment only right now, but our, our team is, is really here to help, um, help people connect to meaningful work. And we're here to help businesses, you know, do our best to find employees in a really challenging situation. We may not, we may not be able to help everyone get hired, but we can, we can do our best to, to try to connect um, both job seekers and employers. Yeah, Mark, thank you again. And um, you can find their information at the Vail Valley Partnership website. And if you reach out to the partnership, we can get you connected as well, directly to the Edwards Workforce Center. Mark, thanks again. We really appreciate it. Thanks for spending the time with us and sharing this information. Yeah, and my thanks pleasure. Everyone, and thanks everyone else for tuning in. Thank you. Be sure to subscribe to the Partnership Podcast on whatever platform you're listening right now and find more resources at valleypartnership.com.